Welcome to the Found Coast Podcast, where we discover local music in the Emerald Triangle. I'm your guide, Jason Marash. But before we get into the show, we'd like to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by Old World Tavern. A warm welcome awaits you at the Old World Tavern. Great food, craft beer, and a full bar. Live music every Friday and Saturday night and Sunday morning during Champagne Brunch. Monday night is open mic night, where you're the star. Old World Tavern on Main Street in downtown Lakeport. They deliver. And by Michelle Jean Cummins, licensed acupuncturist. Offering herbal remedies, classes, and traditional bodywork at Cultivate Wellness Studio in Willits in the Little Lake Range and in the Laytonville Studio next to Napa Auto Parts. Visit CultivateAcupuncture.com or call 707-972-1601. I'm here with Chelsea Savannah Warren and Lindsay Rose Eldridge of the country duo Savannah Rose. Based in South Humboldt County, Savannah Rose creates passionate acoustic country music with chilling harmonies and contemplative lyrics. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so good to be here. Thank you so much for uh, Skyping it in here today. Uh, trying to, uh, This is actually the first attempt of trying to make this whole mobile podcast happen. So thanks for being my guinea pig. Yeah. Well, you got to get in where you fit in, right? <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's start at the very beginning. How did you two start playing together? Well... Lindsay was just telling me this earlier. <laughs> yeah, I think we were in high school. We were both in band and stuff, but then she had been singing and playing with a different guy, like local Mexican restaurant. So she's like, oh, you want to join us and play some violin? And I'm like, sure. And then we just kind of lost the guy and then yeah. played together. Kicked him to the curb, took over <laughs> on guitar, and I kicked the violin to the curb as well. <laughs> you started a coup, basically. Yeah, so that's pretty much how it started, and um, that was in 2009, Yeah. so that was just a little bit before we were graduating high school, and we've been friends for 13 years, so we were both, you know, in band and choir previous to that, and we just both knew that we were musically inclined, and um, nice. yeah, that's kind of where it started. So you guys started playing back in uh, about 2008, 2009, then you took a little bit of a break. Uh, for a few years, what were you guys doing for during that time, and what sparked the reunion? It was a seven-year break. I like I moved down south for a while, came back, and then then you moved somewhere else and came back. I was just kind of jumping around, and I was kind of just here, like, what do I do with my life? <laughs> um, we had um, tried to get the band back together because we had never really broken up. We just stopped performing you know we were always you know still trying to do music with each other and there was a few times there um Lindsay actually got pregnant and we were like okay this is a perfect time to start the band back up well it wasn't exactly the perfect time <laughs> we tried to practice and then you know we'd fall off the map for like a month and then we were like oh like we should practice again and um but this year in January we had talked about getting the band back together and performing and actually doing this like real. We just decided that January, we would just do that. We were tired of talking about it. We just started doing it in January and started getting gigs. We did the open mic and then from there we got a monthly gig and um, yeah, we've been writing songs and ever since January, it's just like full speed. <laughs> so I understand that you guys have released an L uh, EP um, on SoundCloud and on Reverb Nation. Uh, tell us tell us a little bit about the process of recording an EP in Humboldt County, especially South Humboldt County. Uh, where did you record it, and how did you record it? 
That was my dad, and we recorded at my house. Because <laughs> he used to record albums. Him and my mom had a band, like, when I was really young. So then he still had all of his equipment, and we just recorded it at home. Yeah, on a laptop. Yeah. In the living room. <laughs> yeah, on what kind of a... Yeah, some, you know, garage band knockoff, but um, and the process for that was just, you know, we wrote the songs, and then we we just, we were like one take wonders when we went in to record it. We're like, Lindsay did the guitar part one time, and then I went in there and sang it, and we're like, okay, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, because Baby was home, too, and so it's like, I think one of the tracks you can kind of hear her, like, screaming in the background, but you can barely hear it, so like, okay, it's fine how did you engineer the the sound yeah we just recorded in a in a room that just had it had like a desk and like a bunch of it was like a basically a storage bedroom it wasn't too fancy at all <laughs> uh, uh talking about just playing music in general um you know i've been listening to your music for the past uh, god what has it been two weeks you know i must say i, I i'm thoroughly enjoying the music i'm a country music nerd myself but i'm really curious about this whole arrangement process you guys put into your music um especially because your band is so stripped down but you make such a full sound uh how, how do you produce such you know a full sound arrangement with just two acoustic guitars and two voices well i guess just trying to like make sure there's the different dynamics like have it quiet up it back down yeah so it's not just like a consistent sound all the way through the song yeah that's definitely one of the things we learn about in learning choir music you know you have to have those dynamics to kind of build to kind of like get people interested you know like and that's kind of what we since we're you know we were brought up with choir in our you know in our roots um that's one of the things that we kind of learn from that definitely is dynamics and um yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I think that what we do is pretty hard. What does it feel like to you when your voices harmonize? Because your 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 harmonies and your music are really chilling. And what does it feel like to you? Well, I mean, I it's kind of too high for me usually, <laughs> but it sounds nice. But I'm like sitting here like, oh, this is so high, because <laughs> I'm an alto normally, and Chelsea used to sing soprano and choir. So now that most of the harmonies I sing above her. Kind of difficult it does sound nice once it's like hearing it like okay no i mean it's, it's so crazy sometimes when we'll be on stage and like you will I'll, i will hear her harmonies and i'm just like i just kind of have to like look over her and be like oh my god that sounds so awesome well obviously i'm singing so i can't be like oh my god that sounds awesome i just have to be like looking at her like yes you're killing it <laughs> <laughs> Well, great. Well, we're coming towards the end of our first segment here, and uh, we're going to get to your first song, which is called Burn Free. And um, it seems to me like it's a really like a breakout song, almost your your statement to the world of saying, here I am or here we are. And this is our music. Um, tell us a little bit more about the song. For me, it, that's exactly what it was, is a breakout song. And it was just kind of like I just got so fed up with myself because there was a lot, there was like a long time there where I was just like, I didn't want to sing in front of people. I didn't want people to tell me that I was good. I didn't want people to tell me that I was bad. I didn't want people to say anything. I didn't even want to put myself out there because there was, I mean, we can get into that a little bit later, but, um, but yeah, this song was just like, stop doling, you know, stop doling your shine. Stop like 
you have this gift, like you gotta put it out there. Again, this song is called Burn Free by the band Savannah Rose. I am just me I dance to the rhythm of my own heartbeat I sing the song that's in my soul Follow these dreams wherever they go Not gonna worry about what I don't know I'm singing the song that's in my soul This world tried to break me But I'm unbreakable Nothing can shake me Cause I am capable Of whatever I set my mind to All the strength in my veins I'm learning How to dance in the rain When the storm passes And all that's left is pain I love With all the strength in my veins This world tries to break me But I'm unbreakable
free by savannah rose you can find their music on soundcloud and on reverb nation also you can visit their facebook page at savannah rose band this portion of the podcast is sponsored by dig music mendocino county's finest record store priding itself in having a great inventory of new and used cds and lps every day dig music is a fun place to shop to hang out and listen to records visit with friends and check out the cool turntables and the used movie section need a special cd lp or dvd mike and tree are happy to special order it for you dig music keeping the record store vibe alive for 14 years now open monday through saturday from 10 a.m to 6 p.m located in downtown ukiah at 362 north state street call 707-463-8444 okay now we're in the second part of the podcast which is my favorite part because we really get to know more about you dive in deeper and usually the you know, the beer is finally starting to kick in, loosen everybody up. <laughs> you know, the first part of the show, I always notice that, it, you know, it's a little bit awkward because, you know, usually this is the first time we just met or, you know, sometimes this is the first time, you know, someone is actually in an interview. So, yeah, this is where things start getting good because everything finally starts to coming coming together. So uh, the first question I have is uh, for Chelsea is I, I understand that um, you are training to be a dog behavioral trainer. Uh, tell us how and why you got started in that. I've always loved dogs ever since I was little. And um, everybody knows who Caesar Milan is, either, you know, if they don't like him or they do like him. But um, Is that the I guy always... that's like that? Yeah, yes, yeah, the guy. Um, but, you know, I would always watch him, watch his shows, so I would I would watch Caesar Milan and I was like I could do that that's really interesting like what he's doing is really cool you know helping these dogs and um, so I did a course for obedience training and I actually have a certification in canine obedience training. What what's the coolest trick you can get your dogs to do? Uh, to sit in a spot for a really 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 long time. <laughs> like how long are we talking here? Like, I've gotten my dogs to probably sit in the same spot for, like, at least 30 minutes without them moving. Wow. Yeah. Just by telling them, place, here you go, sit right there, and just process everything. Think about what, you know, what you're trying to do. What's next? Are you getting the dogs to, like, meditate now, too? Are you going to have them, like, sit on Zafus pretty soon? Yeah. No, I mean, there's so much stuff you can do. It's really all about energy intention and visualization and knowing how to read your dog well uh lindsay you're sitting over there let's get to you um found out that you are a vegan chef and your family has a restaurant tell us a little bit more about that i guess my family they bought a restaurant back when i was 12 13 somewhere around there and then we had that for nine years so i like grew up working in a cafe and then they sold it because it was like way too much work. It was too hard. But then they bought a take and bake pizza shop. It's like Papa Murphy's, but better. That's their so much better. <laughs> their joke slogan. It's not a real slogan, but <laughs> <laughs> had that for about four years. So for the last four years, I've been like putting out raw vegan food because it's a raw kitchen. So every summer, I like do a raw vegan menu. I've always wanted to be an artist in some way, and that was like the most realistic way to be an artist was to make food. 
we just shut that down like a week ago because I have a toddler and it's too hard. So I'm going to try to do blogging now. <laughs> I can blog now because like, what can I do at home and still be able to keep an eye on Sequoia? Great. Blog. <laughs> Speaking of balance, how do you balance all that, you know, all these different passions and, you know, making money um, and, you know, raising, raising a child? and have balanced all that with the music creation process and expanding your brand in this area? It's really difficult. Um, I mean, we perform more than we practice. Yeah. Like it's really, it's like pulling teeth to get to practice together. And when, but when we do practice, we always try to make the most of it. You know, I mean, I think that it was so funny on my birthday, I had, um, Lindsay and my our other our other friend Michelle come over and just have a few drinks because I wasn't doing anything huge for my birthday and um we we ended up writing a, like a part of a song that night just out of nowhere I hear a song you know so I wrote the lyrics down and we you know we wrote a song from it but it really is just about us doing it as much as possible we probably practice about once a week and then we have at least two shows a weekend. It's hard. We have to set aside time to do the songwriting, to learn new covers, and to, you know, do stuff like this, too, you know? Right, right. That, that damn Found Coast podcast always taking up our time. Oh, no. <laughs> interrupting, interrupting bands for at least once a week. <laughs> No, no, we're happy to be on here. I mean, this is part of it, you know. Yeah. This is part of, like you said, expanding the brand and just trying to get ourselves out there and people, you know, get people to listen to us so that we can, you know, make a name for ourselves. Like, I'd rather do this than, like, fold the laundry or wash the dishes, you know. So it's like, oh, I have a really important thing I got to go do. Sorry, I need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, does it make it more disciplined, though, you know, since you guys have to balance all all those factors out does it does it make your practice time and also you know your whenever you guys get together for music does it make it disciplined definitely definitely like um i mean back to that other the practice that we had this week it was just like we knew we only had a certain amount of time so we were both just like okay we have to finish this song like we can't leave it open ended and that's pretty much what we did you know and so it definitely definitely um takes into account the the discipline because we only have so much time to practice with each other your music has a serious edge to it um but for some reason when i um see you guys in your pictures and talking to you now over skype uh i also kind of get this garfunkel and oats vibe from you as well uh, <laughs> does the does the country comedian come out on stage or or in your um you know in your covers at all how, how does does that ever happen we do get a little funny. And with the, some of the covers we do, too, I'll always throw in, like, a weird little joke in the middle of the song or whatever, if I can, you know, with the lyrics. Screwing up the whole vibe of the deal. Let's talk about country music here in general. Why country, first of all? You know, for our non-country fans out there, uh, you know, who may not see the draw of it, what, what's the draw of the genre to you? So it's probably more my side. Um, because I've just, I've grown up listening to country music, um, all my life. You know, my dad, he was always listening to singer songwriters like Tracy Lawrence and John Anderson and, um, 
you know, Alan Jackson, all these different people who are just, you know, they're iconic in country music. Mm -hmm. And um, that was always just what I was drawn to, I guess, you know, just growing up listening to that music. And so when Lindsay, you know, when I was like, you're going to be my guitar player instead of this guy, <laughs> it was, yeah. we kind of just, it was just, we kind of just fell into the country music. And I don't really know if I would consider our music actual country music, kind of consider it more like indie pop Americana. And I think the indie comes from you yeah. too, because you know, you, you were always listening to a lot of indie, like indie music, especially in high school. We both listened to a lot of indie music, but um, I mean, if there was a country artist that I could kind of compare ourselves to, I would compare us to like Casey Musgraves. You know, she, I mean, her stuff is very emotional and raw and edgy and, but you know, she, I don't know if she's considered true, true country either. You know, she's kind of that indie country feel. I mean, country, country radio doesn't really even play her. You know, she's, she's not really that mainstream. And I feel like that's kind of how she is a little off the cuff. And I think that's when I started uh, getting into country music, I started with Casey Musgraves. Um, same trailer, different park was yeah. a very, very fundamental album to me because I was like, oh, there's actually like good singer songwriters out there. Now, that's the that leads me to my next question is what do you what do you think of uh, contemporary country music today? I don't know. There's a lot of pop country going on. Like if you look at people like Sam Hunt, mm -hmm. even Luke Bryan, I mean, his newest song, it, I just and I don't want to bash on other artists but it's, it kind of just seems like it's more about the dollars than it is about putting out something that you care about. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the kind of, that's the kind of country I like to know as uh it's frat boy country almost, you know, especially that, that late Luke Bryan, Sam Hunt kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. I mean, but there's, there's, there's bands coming out right now, like Midland. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. really good. I, the brothers Osborne. Yeah. I love those guys. Those guys are freaking great. Like, Lindsay's like, I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. That's too funny. That just, you know, leads me up to our last question of the segment here is, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the genre, but I, you know, it's always refreshing to hear female musicians today. And because um, I find in country music, at least when it comes to mainstream country that singer songwriter americana it seems like the ladies out there from carrie underwood to cam to lady a to casey musgraves who we were just talking about um they're writing better songs more thoughtful songs than the men but yet they are vastly underplayed on top 40 country radio uh, what are your what, what are your thoughts on that it's really sad i and it just goes back to i think that men are more like maybe more profitable you know, they can, they can profit a little bit more off the men playing and, you know, maybe they, I don't know. It's just, it's really weird. It's, um, there's a lot, I was, I, I'll be in my car and I'll be listening to, um, 92.3 is our radio station up here and I'll count five male sung songs and then we'll get like one female song and then it goes back to like four or five male songs and it's just like, I don't think that a lot of female, newer female artists can really make it now on radio like they could back in the day. Now we're gonna get into uh, your next song here. This song is called May. Lead us into this song before we get into it. 
Uh, I mean, I guess I started writing it when I was 15. I was like having my first serious relationship and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna write a love song to my boyfriend. And then a year later we broke up and I was like, okay, I'm gonna finish writing this song because it's not a bad song. And then Chelsea helped write the third verse and then we just still play it now when we were so young and it's like funny hearing it now. Like, oh, it's just a couple of kids wrote this song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Well, this is May by Savannah Rose.
that was May by Savannah Rose. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by the Arts Council of Mendocino County. The Arts Council of Mendocino County promotes the arts and cultivates creativity to benefit and enrich the lives of residents and visitors. They are now accepting applications for the Get Arts in the Schools program. If you are a professional artist or musician and you want to deliver arts enrichment in K-12 classrooms in Mendocino County, learn more about the GASP grant at artsmendocino.org. Okay, so where we are on the last segment of the show, um, can't believe it's already gone by so fast, but um, this is what uh, I like to do is a little bit of a lightning round. And, uh, you know, since we were kind of like on this country bluegrass thing, it's kind of like a little bit of little bit of country themed. So my first question is, who'd win in a fight, Johnny Cash or Merle Haggard? Johnny Cash. Just because I love Johnny Cash. Merle, I mean, iconic, but Johnny Cash, just like... Tips. You guys cover a lot of songs. What's your favorite song to cover and why? Yeah, I'd probably say maybe like Fishing in the Dark because it gets we, Fishing in the Dark by Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, obviously. Um, but um, it really, people know that song and they get into it. They get down with it. Like they will be there offbeat clapping during the chorus and it's totally great and we always try to get everybody up to dance when we're playing that one it's funny that you actually mention offbeat clapping because i've noticed that is a chronic problem whenever you go to shows and being a musician you hear that how do you how do you correct that i have to just stay in my own head um, you just don't correct it. Yeah, I we just keep playing. Yeah, because you just let them clap. You can't correct it because you can't be like, oh, you guys suck. You're not doing the right clapping. Like you know, you like the last show we played at the Stone Junction in Garberville. Um, there, everybody was doing the opposite claps that I was doing, and I was just like, okay, as long as they keep doing those opposite claps, like I'll know where my clapping is. You know, because it was kind of hard for ourselves. And um. That's pretty much what we did. I was just like, I got to stay in my own head. I had to like cover my ear, I think, at one point. Like, okay. <laughs> Favorite venue to play in the North Coast? God, that's a, that's so tough. Can we do like a three, like top three? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's okay. All right. All right. Probably the, um, probably the Riverwood is probably number one because that's where we started out. And, you know, that's just like, that's the stomping ground. And then the Brass Rail. And then I would say Humboldt Suites and Ferndale just because we were such perfect fit for them over the summer. Favorite duet in music, either today or of all time? For me, it would be probably It Ain't Me, Babe by Johnny Cash and June Carter. Home by Edward Sharp. Oh, Mag Magnetic Zero. That's a but... great song. Yeah. Home. Definitely. Two step or line dancing? Mmm. Neither. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, a line. I don't know about two step. Probably it's tough. But I would also have some. I would also rather somebody be leading me around than dancing in a line of people. Okay, you can only listen to one album for the rest of your life. What is it? It's gonna be. This is gonna sound random, but it's probably. It would probably be a Stevie Nicks album, like a Fleetwood Mac album, Stevie Nicks, or a Taylor Swift album. Probably. Red by Taylor Swift. I would probably go with either Box Cello Suites by Pablo Casals or the um, Chopin's Nocturne. Ooh, go with ooh. They're, they're, like, they're like really long songs, and I could actually listen to that forever and not get tired. This this chick can play Chopin on the piano. That's she can. Cool. Okay, so we're at the last part of our show, and we are uh, having our last 
song of the night unfortunately the fun must come to an end with savannah rose thank you so much for coming on the show yeah thank you so much for uh you know experimenting with us on skype here today hopefully it came out all right (laughs) i hope so too we hope so too (laughs) (laughs) okay great now the last song that we are going to hear from them is called straight from the bottle and uh why don't you tell us a little bit about this song i would describe it as toxic love you know, like a person that you, um, you're, you're with them when you're partying, when you're drinking, when you're out at the bar or, you know, whatever like that. Um, and it's, it's from the girl's perspective. Like, I really like you, but the only time that we're together is when we're drinking and, um, but she's always going to be there. She's always going to be waiting for him in the wings because she loves him he doesn't love her, and um, who doesn't want her? <laughs> okay. Well, here is our last song. It is called Straight from the Bottle by Savannah Rose, who has been very, very gracious to join us here in on Skype, all the way from uh, Miranda in Humboldt County. Thank you so much once again. Uh, thank you to KZYX for allowing us to use the studio here to – Um, record this podcast and once again thank you so much for the listeners Um, you guys make the show possible so thank you so much once again you can check out Savannah Rose's music on SoundCloud and also on Reverb Nation you can also like us here at the Found Coast at the Found Coast on Facebook or you can find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash the Found Coast here is Straight From The Bottle thank you so much bye bye now in your glass shaking me up My heart's on empty Would you fill it up I feel need burning deep down in my soul The scent of your breath intoxicates me The way you're whispering drives me crazy I don't want to get drunk on your lies My head says run But my heart won't let me change its mind Being with you is like drinking straight from the Fools.
Yeah. 